Yeah. Yeah, I've mentioned that. Uh, oh, sorry, everyone. This is Tim Cox from Allegiance Wines. I've just got to get some business out of the way. Yes, I've a boutique family run. I've said small parcel wine pretty. I don't know what that means, but I've said it. Yep. Okay. Premium international award-winning wines. I've got that in. Yeah. I'm just uh, it's just cooking up a stir fry. I didn't have any dinner, so no, no, I would never use any of your. Uh, varietals uh, for cooking. No. I know. Look, here's the problem. Nobody believes that the Severed Arms is a real wine. It doesn't matter how many times I tell them how great it is, they think we're taking the piss. Part of the problem is we can't get Dave Clacton on the line. Is he with you? Is he stomping on grapes in a politically incorrect manner? Okay, well, if you can get him to call us for this episode, that'd be great. Yes. Yep. Producing the highest quality wines from Australia's premium regions. I have mentioned that. Uh, Yep. Drink responsibly. I know. Okay. Thanks, Tim. Matt, we've got to get Dave Clacton on the phone. Okay. In the meantime, let's start the show. Previously on Sizzletown. So is this the briefcase? That's it. Oh, that's... Full of cash, I suppose, yep. Uh, yep. What the fuck? What happened? Explode you! Yes, it was the what they call the pen in the pot. Pete, what are you doing here at Pobworks? Oh, just, uh, I'm just doing a bit of business, Tony. Business? What sort of business? Well, it's just, just a bit of private work. Bento box. <laughs> yeah, I've, you've said that already. What's going on here? Name's Roland Mulberry, voiceover Hartis. What? Fucking hell. Roland Mulberry has been dead for 17 years. And now the story continues uninter... Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Wrong Rupted. some The late night call-in podcast where <laughs> sorry I was just piss farting about there's no stir fry going no are you cooking in these booths No that was all sound effects what are you I'm playing at? It's just a bit of color for the sponsor segment right. um, Those wines arrived Um what well, no all any right. day now I'm sure Just remember slender eye <laughs> Okay Wow uh, it's the late night call in podcast Sizzle Town in case you're wondering that's a very confusing opening it Sure was How are you Matt Go. Any callers? No. No, of course not. Uh, sound effects. Do we have a full battery? Yep. 
I'm loving that we've got so many more this year. Just give us a burst. What have you got? Oh, I like that. What else? Uh-huh. And... Oh. I wonder if Matt realises we had that one a few weeks back. I hope he's not losing it. I wonder whether Tony realises I can hear his inner monologue. Oh, you can hear this? Sure can. Hey, why don't you have the intercom sound inside your brain? Hey, Brains, enough of that. We've got a show to do. Oh, all right. Well, let's go to the... Hey, I throw to the callers. Sorry, okay. I'll be back here. Oh, that's my brain, everyone. It's a very confusing episode. Someone there, Matt? Yeah, line seven. No, just with your normal voice. Sorry, line seven. Hello? Hi, my name's Crichton. Creighton, what's happening? I'm just uh, calling from the airport. Yeah, what's going on? Hell, flights have been delayed. Because of... Apparently there's a bird. A bird? What's it doing? Yeah, I don't know, it's a real fucking tough bird or something. Yeah? They're too frightened to go up mm. when this bird... It's just out on the tarmac. Oh. Swanning about, mate. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's having them for breakfast, this fucking bird. Wow, well... Um... Thanks for the update. Listen, I'm just calling in about um, on the planes, right? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm about seven foot right, mm. so I um, like to get where there's more legs. Sure. You know, where the lane, yeah. the, um, the exit yeah. road. Yeah, that's it, right. For the safety aisle. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to sit here, get more leg room, but, mate, there's a fucking price to pay. So you're doing that? The... Oh, no, mate, I've had a big day. I've been waiting for this fucking diverted flight to get its act together. Oh. I'm just going to be kicking back. I'm not going to be taking part in any safety shit. <laughs> no. If it's going down, we're all fucking dead. We both know that. Okay. Well, I get... like, oh, are you willing to take on. Yeah. No, I'm not. Maybe you'd like me to wow. fly the plane and yep. serve all the dinners as well. Would you like me to do your whole fucking job for right. you? Right, so so you're not going to help? No, if, if something happens, yeah. everyone's fucking charging that door. Well, I guess. And uh, I'm going, oh, let's wait till the bloke in yeah. the aisle issues his instruction. Well, I hope you're going to... Oh, hang on. Gonna... Oh, flight's been delayed oh. for another seven hours. Ouch. Okay, got to go, mate. Yep. I've got to go and find a corner to stand in in the fucking gate seven. All right, bye. See you, mate. Well, good luck to him. That's Creighton, a first-time caller here at Sizzletown. Time now... Oh, already another caller. Hello? Hi, do you have organic freeze-dried beetroot chips? Uh, no, we we don't. Okay. Why would... God. What's wrong with Matt? Why would he let a caller like that through? What's wrong with Tony? He doesn't seem to realise I can hear all this. Ah, yep, sorry, forgot. Um, let's clean this show up. Literally, it's time for some mopping up here at Sizzletown... Yes, because uh, people are still pointing out that in the very early days of this podcast, I referred to Meghan Markle instead of Meghan Markle. I know, it's disgraceful. God, I take no interest in the royal family. I don't think I'd ever heard her name said aloud. I'm sorry. That's my only excuse.
I am used to being corrected on mispronunciations because, as many of you know, I live with a book editor. That's an interesting situation. Often I'll be working in one room and I can hear her in the next room watching TV just yelling out grammatical corrections at the screen. It's homing in, not honing in, you idiot! It all goes well, not it all goes well, you f- quit. <laughs> Must be what it's like to live with someone who watches sport on the TV. I'm sure they yell things out. Do they do that, Matt? Apparently. Hey, umpire, it's not a myriad of, it's just myriad. That's... Or, it can't be very unique. It's either unique or it's not. So that's what it's like at our place. So many discussions about, is it hunker down or bunker down? It could be bunker down. If you were in a bunker, could be bunker down. Recently, she was proofreading an old book that had been scanned into a computer by, well, by the computer, I'm assuming. Then a human has to go through and look for mistakes. And uh, this was the autobiography of a famous literary figure. There was a reference to the Partisan Review, and the computer had read that as the Fartisan Review. And I've said, oh, come on, you've got to let that one through. She's gone, I can't. I've gone, come on, just turn a blind eye just this once. Let's have Fartisan Review go through. She's gone, I can't do that. It'd be in breach of the editor's code. I could be excommunicated. I said, yes, to all intensive purposes, you could be. And that set her off again. But anyway, enough about that. I'm sure we've got a myriad of callers on the line. Anyone there, Matt? Line three. Go ahead, caller. Ah, it's the cat, in case you haven't heard the show before. My cat does call it. Fire up the uh, the translation engine for that, yes, and and we're able to understand. Oh, that doesn't... Just give it a tweak. It's time for my food. Oh, is it? You should be giving me my food. Well, I'm not there, so I well, can't... Well, lady humans out, oh. so I haven't had my bowl. Well... My special bowl. You'll get that later, I'd so... I'd like some prime mince, please. Oh, um... a side bowl of fine flakes. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'm having dinner out, oh. so I... What are you going to have? Um... Well, as you know, it's half-price Palmer night, oh, so... I suppose I'm I'll be invited. Well... I'll have my very own half-price Palmer. Afraid I can't organise that. Oh, right. They don't accept... Maybe I should call the RSPCA. What? I've got their number. You'd call them for this? This but... isn't the only place I can call. Because you're not having a Palmer. Oh, hang on. Right. I think the sugar cube's making an incursion. No. Oh. That's the cat from over the back. I've it's, got to go yeah. out through special door and send him packing. And how will you do that? I'll um, fluff up my tail uh, and mm. make a low growling. That's all? That usually the, doesn't. Not a fan of the, the sugar cube? Well, he's been putting bottom spray on letterbox, oh. so I've got to go and respray. Right. And he'll probably come back and go over there. Gee. So I've got to keep plenty of bottom spray in reserve. Wow, that's... Um, it's a very full schedule. So you, you've been in all day? Well, I only go out at night time now mm -hmm. in case I get recognised. What? Yeah, because of my newfound fame. Oh. Well, there might be um, photographers hiding. Yeah. And I might end up in 
paparazzi oh. TMZ. How do you know about TMZ? Yeah, well, I saw it on computer box. Well, you've you've been on the internet. Well, I only use it to go to um, emergency kittens. Oh, the the Twitter account. Yeah, but... it's full of tryhards. <laughs> Is it? And I sometimes go to the Fancy Feast homepage oh. to see if there's any new flavours. Well, I had no idea that anyway, you... Anyway, I've you... got to go. I've got to go and deal with this bottom spray problem. OK, well, I'll be home later. Well, yeah. I guess I'll just have to wait for my dinner. Afraid so. Could it be a shame if I had to make a certain phone call? <laughs> Please, I've told you before not to blackmail me. OK. OK? Bye. That's my cat, the Pikelet Man, getting a bit passive-aggressive here at Sizzletown. Medical news. Here's something I heard on Channel 10 News recently. And could the key to controlling type 2 diabetes be sitting in your cupboard? No, I tried that. It does nothing. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Sizzletown, in case you haven't heard, is brought to you by Allegiance Wines. And haven't Tim Cox and the team done well with the Severed Arms Cab Sav 2018, which has now been awarded two gold medals from Wine Showcase magazine and the 2019 Catavanum, I'm hoping that's how you say that word, Catavanum World Wine and Spirits Competition. Uh, it scored 94 points and a five-star rating from respected wine reviewer Sam Kim at Wine Orbit. So the Severed Arms is just laden down with prizes at this point. And it is a Cab Sav, of course, not one of your kiddie wines, as Sam Pang refers to the Pinot Noirs, although they do do a very fine Pinot Noir allegiance, the fully love. <laughs> You can check out their entire range and don't forget to use the discount code SIZZLE. That's the wrong effect, Matt. SIZZLE at the checkout and there's a 20% discount on any mixed 12 wines, including the Severed Arms. That address again, allegiancewines.com.au forward slash SIZZLETOWN. Now, uh, as we've mentioned, the the Severed Arms is a co-creation between Allegiance and Dave Clacton. And we haven't managed to track... That's someone online too. Oh, okay. Hello. G'day, Tony. Ah, oh, Dave, you? it's you. Yeah, that's but... right, mate. You're for another year of this, eh? Yes, oh, we are. Jesus, you've got to hide, aren't you? Oh. Well, I listen to a bit of an over-the-break, yeah. mate, and so you've really aligned yourself with the inner city. You are, I said, haven't you? All well, bloody I do. Bloody whimsical so... bullshit. Uh... That's down your Sam Simmons into the pool, isn't it? Well... Well, if that's what the bloody glitter are you're looking for in comedy, I'll leave it. To it, but it wouldn't pass muster at the bus. No, I can tell you what's that. going on out there? What's that? At the oh well, the lineup for 2019 is still firming up, mate. And mm-hmm. we uh, we're not really settled on a headline act. No, Mike Todger wants to launch uh, between you and I. 
tapestry of the penis. Oh, what's that? Well, as I understand it, it's the usual tired old dick tricks, mm. you know, the bloody pineapple, the hamburger, the right. sea enemy and the yeah. revolving restaurant. Oh. And then they're it, bloody somehow using a tackle to stitch up a quilt. What? A quilt? What, like, a, like an AIDS quilt? No, nah, or... nah, it's not an AIDS quilt, mate. That's nah, the sad victims of political correctness. Oh. That's right, man. Yeah. Jeez, mm. we're going to send it mm. back in this year. Yeah, nothing offensive, well, I hope. With... But they're very friendly, mate, as you know. Is it, though? No, it is. It is. Um, I'm telling you, we're developing our own very friendly acts, as you know. Yeah, like what? Well, Les Coitus has uh, got a new act, mm. which he calls... Clementine Rude. Clementine Rude? That's right. It's the best of both worlds, mate. What's that? Basically, she does uh, sign one of the classic Rodney Rude album. Which one? Uh, your Mum's Bum. Oh. But it is entirely from the mum's point of view. Wow. So, you know, it's it's got something for the Rude fans and something for the Femmes. Okay. So don't say we're not 2019 all over around here, mate. Oh, wouldn't dare. Well, why don't you with that bloody downward go after the seven one night okay. and let Barry Dickbag give you the royal treatment. Yep. He'll get you a seat by the gravy boat in the car room, mate. Wow. And you'll have box seats for the fight in the car park. Yeah, Which right. sounds excellent. And so, of course we'll be serving up a seven arms wine. That's yes. right. Now, look, I wanted to ask you about the seven arms. Well, of course, I wanted it, to call it Clacton's Folly, but I'd forgotten about a racehorse called that a few years back. So, racehorse? Really? Yeah, it was a disaster. You had a, it, well, a horse. this was back in the days when horse racing was horse racing, mate. Now it's just a fucking horse electrocuting competition well, from what yes, I'm reading. Um, you're not using jiggers, I hope. Yeah, well, the only jiggers we're employing are the one I've got on fucking Barry Dickbag's girl. He's oh. trying to get him to do some fucking work. Really? So, yeah, that's right. What's he doing? Oh, oh. look, he's always on. Hub when he's supposed to be fucking watering down the piss. Okay. Look, it's not easy running a femo-friendly piss all in comedy club, so, you know, no. spare a thought for fucking Dave Clackett if you could, Tony. Wow, we're learning more about you all the time. Yeah, well, there's quite a few surprises, mate. Uh, you probably didn't have me pegged as a vintner either, did you? No, yeah. I didn't. And, of course, now people can get hold of this... A cab sav. Yeah, uh, well, pop down to the bloody internet or wherever it's on sale, I wouldn't know, mate. <laughs> okay, well, it sure is a top drop. Yeah, well, oh. other cab savs could take a flying fuck at their own reflection, oh. as far as I'm concerned, Tony. This is the one. Sure. And yeah, hey, listen, I'd like but... to stay down on, but uh, I don't got the tax department coming around this afternoon. Oh, what's happening there, Dave? Well, at some point, a man really does have to take responsibility for his own shortcomings, okay. and uh, I guess it's probably time for me to face the music. Wow, so so what are you doing? Well, Billy Cods and I have come up with a mad scheme where I'm going to pretend to be my own dead brother. Oh, well, it sounds like an extreme option. I know, so. but at this point, that is the only option that makes sense. Yep. Good luck. Listen, mate, thanks for your support once again, and hey, to all your listeners, get yourself fucking sammed. <laughs> Will do. See you, mate. All right. Good advice there from Dave Clacton here at Sizzletown. And let's see, what controversial topics haven't we covered? Um, Mispronunciations, done that. 
Rolf Harris. Oh, that's... Well, hang well, on. Could get unpleasant, Matt. I mean, it's serious crimes. Yeah. So I don't want to say anything. Tasteless. Absolutely not. But he's an interesting figure, Rolf Harris, you know, viewed objectively. Because, um, you know, old people who I know, they, most of them just don't accept that there must be some mistake is <laughs> it's the sort of attitude I get from most of my older friends. But younger people, it's, it's like he's a very strange figure viewed <laughs> for someone who didn't grow up with him. So what, what, is, what is happening in those clips? <laughs> okay, he's got three legs and what? Timey kangaroo downs. What? What does that mean? He's just a very odd figure. And, you know, he's done something terrible. They know him more for that than for the wobbleboard. <laughs> the wobbleboard, that's confusing them as well. And so, yeah, the idea that he, <laughs> he's recently just showed up at a school. I don't know, <laughs> it feels like it would be <laughs> like coming out of school and seeing Michael Myers from <laughs> a very strange variation of that. You know, just crossing the quadrangle, looking over at the fence and... Is that? I don't know. This feels like it's uh, in offensive territory. So <laughs> let's restore sense to the show and go to the callers. Line two. <laughs> Hello. Yes, good evening. It's Colin Holcroft here calling. Oh, Colin. Welcome back to the show. Now, listen it's... here. Just as you're making some comments about Rolf Harris, oh. now, I, I think that's in poor taste. Well, it, it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, I well, was just... You, Please, think about the people, you know, who were, I don't know, wobble-boarded or whatever um, he was up to. Well... It's not a fit subject. I well, think we you should, are prolonging it, well, so... Well, you're quite right there. Listen, I'm calling in for leisure and entertainment. Oh, yes. Uh, that's my bag, yes. That's right. And, what, uh, what have you got for us? Well, uh, over the summer, I, I popped out... Uh, to Moorabbin to visit Windscreen World. Windscreen World? Windscreen World, yeah. Yeah, what, what's that like? Well, all I'll say is there's not much there for the kiddies. No? I wouldn't go, you know, clearing space in the diary. Okay. I well, mean, if you obviously need a windscreen, that's fine. Sure. I think the use of world is misleading. Is it? Yeah, well, listen, there's no log flume. No? There's no, I don't know, Haunted steam train. Haunted steam train? Yeah, what? you'll often see a haunted steam train. <laughs> Will you? Look, if you get a bed like I do, you see all sorts of things. All right? Okay, but what do they have? Well, it's uh, largely yeah. just windscreens. I mean, there's no point trying to dress it up. So, no fun to be had? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how you could make it uh, more entertaining. I don't know, maybe you could set something up where, mm. I don't know, where a child could be propelled at high speed through a windscreen. What? No, no, go with me. Oh, hang on, but... Wearing a crash helmet and padding <laughs> just yeah. to prepare them for, you know, to frighten them into, you know, not being bloody idiots. <laughs> so you're suggesting that we propel children yep. through the air... That's what I am suggesting. Yeah. Yes, some kind of cannon. Wow. A kitty fired at high speed well, through a windscreen this is, uh, landing in some mattresses or something, getting an ice cream. Does seem a bit extreme. Well, the problem is they it, don't get much of a start in life now, do they? It's too much molly coddling. You think so? Yep, fire through a windscreen, I say. Okay. Now, listen, you're, um, are you still campaigning against uh, inappropriate development? Yes. Yeah, well, there's always inappropriate development mm. down our way, and uh, yeah, I've got another sign out the front. I've had to apply for council planning permission to build a two-storey 
I oppose inappropriate development sites. <laughs> wow. And yeah, the neighbours are complaining. They're starting a petition about my... So... Yeah, it's a... That seems a tad... Yeah, it's an issue painting. Yeah, and there's... Um, there's more development going on out your way? Look, the th problem is most people won't turn up for one of these council meetings. No. If you go there, mm -hmm. the kind of ideas that they're floating... I mean, I went there last week, and it was supposed to be, around, what are we going to put on the roundabout? Roundabout. That's right. Yeah. One of the councillors was talking about a 60-foot-high statue of Paul Bongiorno. What? That's right. Paul Bongiorno? The, that's right. The news... Oh, what a bloody waste of money. And most people wouldn't even know that's being talked about. No? You just get up one morning and you're driving to work and bloody hell, look at that massive Bongiorno. Wow. And, you know, you haven't had a say. Gee. So that's why... And this is typical, well, you think? Well, look, I've been campaigning against inappropriate statues of newsreaders for years now. Yeah? Yeah, they, well, they tried to put up a George Zanique in once. Did uh, they? Just, you know, it was blocking sunlight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a hundred footer. Really? A hundred foot Zanique in. This is a common occurrence? Well, sort of... we had the old Willis's knocked down on Station Road, so, <laughs> you know, we're used to that kind of thing around here. Well... Good to know. Yeah, anyway, and, uh, listen, I've got to go. I've got to call in the uh, Ash Williams show. Sorry, what? Oh, Ash oh, Williams? Funny. I probably you... shouldn't have uh, mentioned that. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, hmm. That's Colin Holcroft, a regular caller here at Sizzletown. But it does sound like, um, like some of our callers are being poached, Matt, by the Ash Williams show. Yeah, interesting. I have to keep an eye on that. Something else that's been intriguing me is uh, we learnt in the last episode that Roland Mulberry, voiceover man here at Podworks in Richmond, is in fact dead, has been for 17 years. Very strange, because I bumped into him in episode 19, if you remember, and I was doing some Googling on Roland Mulberry. Oh, were you? Yes, I was, and uh, it seems he was uh, the voice of Big Men's Paradise. Might remember oh, yeah, them. Pete Smith does their ads now. Oh, Really? Pete Smith? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he was also the voice of Good One Insurance, who, I don't know who oh, does... another one of Pete's. What? Pete does that one as well? Sure does. Really? And he was the spokesperson for Brass Monkey Furniture. Uh, do you know who did no. that? No. Okay, I might just uh, see if any of their ads are on YouTube. What have we got here? Let's... Now just $29.95. Oh. For a delightful hall stand, elsewhere $199, but only $139. Wow. Pete Smith does their ads as well. That's very strange, although he is right. That is a delightful hall table. What do you make of that, Matt? Yeah, look, we don't have time for this time. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's time to... Uh, to get to our main course, uh, back in the 90s, there was a duo who were huge in radio, heard all over Australia on the Oz Stereo Network and on three ARIA award-winning albums, the Brown Album, Poop Shoot and Eat Your Peas. But there was a falling out and they haven't spoken for some time. I'm speaking, of course, about Tom and Full. Well, Matt has managed to track one of them down. He's, uh, yes, calling that number now. Across the Tasman, and maybe we can fight... Oh. G'day. Uh, is that Tim? This is him. Tony Martin calling from Sizzletown. Sizzletown? Yes, it's a podcast. Weren't you on Gut This? Yes, that was a few years back now. On Triple um, M? Yes, listen, I uh, really want to talk about your career, and I understand you're no longer working with Phil? We've split. 
Right. There was... Uh, oh, rough. <laughs> because for years you were... Unextricably lunked. <laughs> yes, but now... What a division. So you're no longer doing... Um, what was it? Foams, foams, foams. Yes. Was that show the, the cause of the split? We had differing and conflicting opinions about the best film of 2016. Right. Well, which one did you like? Hidden Figures. I see, and he went with... The Bug Suck. Right, but hang on, didn't that come out in 2017? But it was filmed in 16. Yeah, but that's not... Strictly applicable, thus the schism. I see. Plus, he tried to include things from Netflix. Oh, TV shows. Yep. Like... Black Mirror, Silicon Valley, Kimmy Schmidt and Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Well, they're no films. Filmic, but not films. No, so... No chance of a reconciliation? It's unthinkable. And what's he doing now? I think he's a pitch man for deep spring fuzzy drinks. Right, and as for you? I've been given the midnight shift on Dargaville Digital. Yeah? Spinning discs and giving you the hits from midnight till six, thanks to Snifters, Sizzler, Pedal Pop Mud Puddle and Alta Vista. <laughs> right, aren't all those things obsolete? Not in Dargaville. Okay, well... Thanks for talking to us, Tom. It's been convivial. And can people follow you on... I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook? No. Snapchat, Bung, Flickr, Vimeo, Pinterest and LinkedIn. Great. See ya. Pup, pup. Well... That was interesting. Thank you, Tim, for speaking to us exclusively here at Sizzletown. We might have to track down full, Matt, and get the other side of that story. Uh, that'll be in the future. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you, Matt Dower, On the Pots and Pans, and thank you, Allegiance Wines. Please visit allegiancewines.com.au forward slash Sizzletown and check out Dave Clacton's pet project. And check out our Instagram for all kinds of strange clips and photos. We'll be back here in a couple of weeks. Until then, cheers. Unextricably lunked. Yep, far and through went straight, I say. Haunted steam train. Yeah, what? Yeah, you'll often see a haunted steam. <laughs> Will you? Yeah, you'll often see a haunted steam train. <laughs>